0: Welcome, Pathfolk, to the Find the Path Ventures actual play of the War for the Crown Adventure Path.
1: Where there will be a grand joust...
0: Yes, we'll meet you in the lists. Welcome back, everyone, to the continued exploits of the Knights of Summer. We've got a a lot to get through today, so let's go ahead and jump into that recap, shall we? When (laughs) last we left our heroes, they had arrived at the Palace of Birdsong to engage in the Tanager Jubilee in the hopes of uh, meeting some of their new neighbors now that they've moved to Merritt County and get a general idea of uh, where everyone stands and hopefully find a way to... um, Undermine or sway or do something to uh, convince uh, or oust Bartleby Lothied, the the steward of Merritt County. We're working on the exact details. That's the plan. Um, so that Princess Utropia can take back her ancestral home of Birdsong and have a means by which, or at the very least, she'll have a a home base uh, and income which she currently mm-hmm. lacks uh, to start working towards uh, becoming the Grand Princess, if you will, of all of Taldor which is the long-term goal in this, what we call, the War for the Crown.
2: Mm -hmm. Is that what we're calling it? Apparently
1: that's what everybody in the world is calling it.
2: Okay.
0: The party had spent some time uh, talking to some of the locals, of which they eventually managed to determine that there were uh, five people. The the players know that there are five people that they need to uh, influence. Although Mm -hmm. speaking to other people does benefit you, so uh, there's still reason to speak to everyone else here at the party. True. Uh, And eventually learning that uh, they need to try to influence uh, Count Bartleby Lothied. Uh, the man that they're hoping to eventually oust, Baron Nicolas O'Kara, who also they'd met during the gala, at the very least, has a friendly relation already with Verity and seemed to have a pretty good conversation with uh, Oliver, who got mm-hmm. a good idea of what to talk with talk to him about in the future. Baroness uh, Adela Voinum, who kind of called out Cornelius and then uh, Cornelius did well enough to not anger her, but not uh, well enough to <laughs> uncover any information pertaining still, towards her. Tr-
3: not angering her is still really good, I feel. I was going to say, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a
0: victory in the Marisette rulebook. The Lady Parthena Crab, who seems to have some sort of mysterious situation going on with mm. uh, with her daughter, of which she's currently trying to uh, set up with uh, Oliver. Yeah. And the Honorary Ugh. Tribune Onara Sycambe. Um, who basically works for all of you now, but is currently unfriendly since she seems to have a very low opinion of nobility as a whole. I yeah. feel like it's fair considering how they've been dealing with this area. Merrick is yeah, a bit of a mess. Yeah. I, mean,
1: I think she literally called them like parasites that are, you know, greedy and self-centered. And it's like, I mean, basically.
0: Mm. <laughs> yep. I yep. mean,
4: Felix did not disagree. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. You had had a chance to speak with all of them over the, uh, the greatest battlefield you've ever fought on, which is Brunch.
4: Following brunch,
0: (laughs) the gong had been rung, of which you'd been informed when you arrived that the the big thing for the first day was going to be the tournament. Mm -hmm. And uh, now appears to actually be time for the tournament. So as we had left off and to jump back into things, the party stands in this beautiful, stunningly beautiful ballroom. (laughs) Wide windows, this beautiful marble floor, this fantastic uh, fresco on the ceiling, staring down at all of you. Uh, Shalene, smiling down at all of you, approvingly. (laughs) Again, the gong had been rung, which had been the announcement for uh, Bartleby to step up and basically say, we're getting ready to prepare for the tournament and informing uh, those of you who wish to participate in the tournament to please uh, go over and speak with Sir Gul Gusern. His right-hand man, the Seneschal, the Inquisitor of Abadar, the acting tribune of Lothi. The guy wears a lot of hats. possible
2: mm. vampire.
0: Possible <laughs> vampires.
2: You know, he was surprisingly okay.
0: I suppose then. Kicking things back off, the, the lot of you had just kind of a couple of seconds to get back together. Not even really a chance to talk much about what you'd uh, you'd learned uh, before the gong had been uh, been rung. And there's kind of a, a quick conversation going on. Amongst people, as they're trying to, uh, I guess, determine who all is going to be participating this year. Mm. Mm.
4: There's some new blood here to actually give some challenge.
0: So, first question is um, who all's going over to go and see Sir Gersane about joining the tourney?
1: Definitely not Cornelius.
4: Yeah, Felix isn't exactly the jousting, fighty type.
0: Yeah, I'm going to assume not the two people that aren't proficient with lances. (laughs) Yep.
5: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we
1: That's could do it, but assumption. we would be the
0: equivalent of the rodeo
1: clowns, right?
0: <laughs> hey, I like those guys. Especially Cornelius, because I don't, do you, do you even have a rank and ride?
1: I will tell you what, I have one whole rank and ride. Oh, well, there Ooh. you go. Got more than me. plus three bonus, baby, because I was like, you know what? Based on this backstory, I will put one rank and ride just be, just in case it becomes
0: necessary. I mean, you do know the front of the horse from the back of the horse, so there is that. Hey. Yep, I've been on a horse before. Uh, yeah, Oliver will put his name in for sure.
2: I guess Gwen will too.
0: All right. Verity as well, since I believe she said she'd, uh, see O'Kara on the tilt. Yes. Yeah. So the three of you gather yourselves, make your way off to, uh, to go approach. You can already tell that, uh, Baron O'Kara, of course, is, uh, going as well as, uh, four other people.
2: I know Sergotius, because Ghoul told me.
0: Um, you are informed that Sergodius is, uh. Participating, There are two other women that you haven't spoken to yet um, that you have very little um, idea pertaining towards. Um, mm. As well as a man of which you haven't spoken to either, but you are aware is Lord Titus Loth- yep. Lothied Cassava. Yeah, mm. uh, Ah Titus. The three of you make your way to go over and speak to Sir Gursain. In the meantime, Cornelius. Oh, no. No. A woman slides up alongside you. <laughs> <laughs> Crab. Yes, in fact, it is Lady Crab. I knew it would be her. Who else would it be?
2: Gwen catches Cornelius' eye and kind of gives him a slight shake of her head like, no, and then keeps going towards <laughs> Cornelius gives her
1: what uncharacteristically looks somewhat
0: like a smirk. <laughs> Good oh. afternoon, I suppose, now. You must be Lord Marisette, and you must be Lady Zespire. Indeed I am. I am Parthena Crab.
4: It's very nice to meet you.
0: It is a pleasure to meet the two of you. I've had a wonderful chance to speak to some of your friends. Oh, Really? Lady Kastner and uh, Lord Darahan in passing. Uh, Lord Darahan's even agreed to come over and, uh, and tour my grounds and have tea at some point in the near future. I hope the two of you would be willing to join as well. I am so pleased. She kind of steps past Cornelius and places, and assuming that uh, Felix doesn't stop her, basically places a hand on Felix's. I am so pleased that someone took the Betany estate.
4: I'm glad to hear it. Were you uh, acquainted with the Betneys?
0: The crabs were acquainted with the Betany family. And I'd met Alice on a few occasions when I was much younger.
4: I see. What were they like?
0: Lady Bethany was, um, reclusive, to say the least. Uh, which gave her a rather curious, um, reputation amongst the, both the populace as well as the noble circles.
4: You're not the first person to have told me that she was reclusive. Um, does anybody know why?
0: I understand, and I don't know whether or not this is true, that it had something to do with, um oracular or occult abilities that she could speak to uh, spirits or something like that.
4: How interesting.
0: Regardless, not the kind of conversation for a pleasant day like this.
4: Depends on what kind of day you want to have.
0: (laughs) I just want to know whether or not the two of you would be interested in a little diversion. What kind of diversion? You both seem to be of a bit more of the um, genteel persuasion, judging by those fine, delicate hands. She smiles over at Cornelius. (laughs) Well, you are correct in that matter.
4: I was going to say, mine are probably a little roughed up because I'm on a dang vineyard.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's more of those, like, uh, he has the the fine hands of somebody who has never done, like, hard labor ever. He has unseen servants for
0: that. Now, Count Lothid understands that I am not uh, particularly interested, as it were, in the riding back and forth and hitting with one another with sticks persuasion. And so, as gracious as a host as he is, has taken the time to set up a Truco stand. If either of you would be interested in joining me, and I believe uh, Lady Peril has agreed to play, and uh, my daughter will be there, as well as some of the others. What is truco? Would we know what that is? You would both know what truco is. Okay. Truco is a game. It's kind of a combination of billiards and golf, hmm. with kind of like a croquet what? angle to it. I
4: was about to say, that sounds like croquet.
0: <laughs> well, uh. it is akin to croquet. It's a game that is played by any number of persons on a filled or open space. The implements are wooden balls and long-handled cues at the end of which are spoon-like ovals of iron. What? <laughs> In the uh-huh. center of the truco ground is fixed a ring of iron which moves freely on a pivot so it can spin. Huh. The wooden ball is lifted from the ground by means of the spoon-into cue and thrown towards the ring. So it's the like object lacrosse. of the game is uh, it's the
2: weird croquet lacrosse.
0: Kind of, yeah.
1: <laughs> weird. Uh, the object okay. of the
0: uh, player Lecrae. is to uh, pass the ball through the ring and he who succeeds in making any number of given throws or points and so on uh, by fairly quote unquote ringing his ball or uh, canoeing <laughs> against other players <laughs> uh, wins the game. We are all 12 The trick though old. <laughs> is when you, throw, when you throw through, the air it will displace as well as if it clips the side of it will cause the ring to spin which will then make it more difficult for other players. So you're both trying to throw okay. your ball through as well as make it more difficult for the next person. You also get additional points if you can throw your ball through and hit a ball on the other side to knock other people's balls further away.
4: So it's also like marbles. Yes. It's a weird game. <laughs> weird. Okay. It's a croquet lacrosse marbles. Okay.
0: Um, a lot it of is a game of ones. considerable
1: skill. Oh, that's... Well.
4: <laughs> well, I can't say I've ever actually tried it myself, but I'm not against it.
1: I likewise would be intrigued to uh, give it a shot, as they say. Well, Fantastic. Let's get into a little mechanics here real quick. (laughs) (laughs) Now that we've agreed to it, how difficult is this
0: going to be for us to do anything?
4: It's fine. It's all about loosening tongues. I don't need to be good at it. Let's not
0: talk about the mechanics of either. So at the moment, three of our players are joining five other competitors to go to the Joust. In the meantime, it sounds like Cornelius and Felix are going to go over over to the Truco field and uh, go throw some balls.
1: Okay, please tell me that Cornelius is the only man who's going to go play
0: Truco. Keep in mind that other than the people that you're talking to, there are additional about 30 nobles here. Yeah, you can go
1: not deal Okay, with that. so we're, we're, I'm not the only guy. I'm the only yeah. guy who's got a token
0: on the board. <laughs> you're the only dude over there that has a token on the board. So right now, it looks like uh, Lady Crab and Lady Peril are going to, they're actually going to play. In the meantime, uh, Dame uh, Sepsinia, Sepsinia and Lady Lucrezia Marthane, whom you haven't had a chance to speak to yet are both just over there observing mm. Count Bartleby is uh, actually overseeing and basically hosting the tourney so he is not available to have conversation with but in the meantime all of the other attendees so Sir Gul, Earl, Yonder Cyrus Cocklebur, Esquire uh, Baroness <laughs> uh, Voynum, Dame, uh, Helbor Tribune, Onera, Psychum and Lady uh, Celia O'Kara are all watching the tourney uh, along mm. with everyone else Um, Just so you are aware, for those of you in the tourney, you are now locked into the tourney. Um, So Mm -hmm. it's assumed that you're going to play, go through the tourney until it is complete. Yeah, fair. For Felix and Cornelius, you can technically leave the Truco field whenever you want and go over to watch the tourney if you'd prefer to just sit out around. Um, Although there are potentially benefits and you can also make uh, checks to uh, influence Crab while you're out at the Truco field. Okay. Mm.
4: And we do need to do that.
0: We do need to do that. In the meantime, I suppose you guys look back as Cornelius and Felix are dragged away. Mm.
4: Mm. We give a little wave. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: we give the we're fine.
1: This is not a hostile kidnapping. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I don't think there would be a hostile kidnapping. At we as opposed that that to a calm
3: case. kidnapping, but yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: a friendly kidnapping. <laughs> we're
1: not making the eyes of she's got a gun to our guts.
3: <laughs> okay, fair like enough.
4: Kidnapping between friends.
0: <laughs> she didn't borrow one of Martella's pepper boxes. Yeah,
3: exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oliver, Verity, Gwen, you make your way over. Finding, again, the bear-like towering figure of uh, Baron O'Kara is already waiting. uh, Eagerly, Mm. so one might say. Uh, (laughs) He is joined by the woman that Verity had seen previously, which was uh, Sir Marina Gotius. Gotius is uh, again a woman of uh, fair height and powerful build, um, especially Mm. considering that uh, Sir Gursain referred to her as his lieutenant. Mm. So you can imagine that she has something to do with either the military in general, or quite feasibly the inquisitors. Um, the inquisitors, or maybe even the city guard. Mm. Uh, standing nearby is another lady of what you'd heard announced as Lady Mona Situs, of which you've learned nothing pertaining towards yep, yet. Yep, no idea. Yep. But she is a shockingly short woman for being basically a soldier, standing at just at five feet, uh, huh. with a shock of brilliant red hair, in a rather playful smile, as she seems to be a. Uh, almost bouncing on her feet eager. You would also pin her to be, if she is a knight, only just. As mm. in, you think she's probably 17 or 18. Wow. Standing next to her is a woman probably in her mid-30s, Baronet Phi Fabin. Uh, she is a woman about five and a half feet, rather well built. It's curious because she she doesn't carry herself with the airs of a soldier. But at the same time, she seems relatively confident. Lastly, you are joined by uh, Lord Titus Lothied Cassava. Uh, He is a tall, much akin to his cousin Bartleby, almost unnecessarily handsome man. (laughs) (laughs) Unnecessarily handsome. The Lothieds are just handsome.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Unlike his cousin,
0: he seems to have let his hair grow out in a very Mm. rakish manner. Seems to be purposefully sporting a fair amount of stubble in that he has that appearance of someone who doesn't look like he cares about his appearance because he put in so much time on his appearance to make certain that it looked like he didn't care. Ah,
1: yes. <laughs> it's, the, it's the carefully tousling your hair to have that yes. I just rolled out of bed look.
0: Yeah. Without actually having to actually roll out of bed. Yeah. yeah. That being said, actually, um, go ahead and give me a knowledge nobility. Titus is something someone the three of you may have heard of. Mm.
2: Um, I only get a nine for a 17. Gwen rolls a nine for a
0: 22. Oliver rolls a 16 for a 28. I'll just go ahead and tell you. Verity, you have no idea. Mm. Some dude. Gwen, it's not really surprising that you know this. Again, you're from just outside of Opara. You go to Opara fairly regularly. Oliver, this is probably something that you just overheard. Again, you guys spent a week in Opara and were hanging around downstairs and while the social salons were going on and all the rest of that stuff. Titus Lothi Casava is, uh, again, as all of you know, a distant cousin to the family by marriage. Both of you know that he was a Senate aide. Hmm. Meaning that he was likely present at the Exaltation Day Massacre.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Huh. You're guessing maybe he's not a Senate aide anymore, which has negative implications. In addition to that, Titus has quite the growing reputation in Opara as an exceptionally skilled duelist Hmm. in that like rather well-earned reputation. Hmm. And considering the fact that he carries a rapier on his hip, uh, the guard and hilt of which is designed to look like a rather flamboyant peacock. Where the neck curves around and the head of it rests on the pommel of his rapier. And the wings are spread out with the body and the tail to form the guard that curves around the basket hilt that curves around his rapier. Wow. Uh, Wow. Wowzers. It's an extraordinarily, and also I do apologize. I I keep saying rapier because I'm defaulting to the word rapier because it's a duelist. I will give it to all of you just because you're martially proficient. It is not a rapier. It is an Aldori dueling sword. Whoa. Cool. You don't know if he's an Aldori duelist? Oh, God. If so, look out. The Aldori dueling style being an extraordinarily complicated um, and rather world-renowned fighting style. We're
2: a little south of Bravoy though.
0: Yeah, you're yeah. a fair bit south of Bravoy in the Sword Lords. Interesting. Who knows? Yeah, how he learned it or where he picked it up. Maybe he uh, he took a trip. I will allow all three of you to go ahead and make me a knowledge. Uh, I would allow knowledge local or knowledge geography.
2: And at 20 for a 25. Very yeah. nice. Huh. Gwen rolls a three for 11 on local.
0: Uh, Oliver gets a
3: 9 for a 19. Okay. Not bad. But
0: So yes, all of you do recognize the weapon. Verity is the only one to go, huh, maybe he was trained by the Eldori Sword Lords. And then realize, if he was trained in it, either he A, didn't graduate, or B, wasn't like fully trained in it. Because if you become an Eldori Sword Lord, you must change your last name to Eldori.
3: Mm. Oh. Yeah. I, for- mm. I forgot about that. Yeah, that's true. It is
2: a requirement. Huh. So he's either a wannabe... Or he didn't finish. Mm.
0: Hmm. Or he just really likes the weapon and has no training in that fighting style. You have no idea yeah, what yeah, it yeah. is. But. Yeah. I mean, yeah.
2: it could be, be all part. of these things. Uh, yeah, I was so. going to
1: say, because he also has the whole was a Senate aide, so maybe the, the oh, family mess Oh, he's the kind up. of guy
2: that can't keep a dang job. Be about one of those to say guys. That. And we yeah. know that Bartleby doesn't like him. And yeah. Martella yes. told us he's a bully. So. All right, well, we'll keep an eye on him. He seems like <laughs> a little bit of a... A little handful, a little peacock running around.
0: Yeah. yeah. Also, that picture is accurate. He is a man that can never seem to actually stop smiling. <laughs> oh, God. So oh, the smile annoying. is never genuine. <laughs> it's just oh, he has a perpetual a face smile. smile on his face as he gives Resting kind of a nod to, to you.
2: How old is this kid?
0: Uh, He is.
2: I say kid. He might be closer to re I don't know. That's why I'm asking.
0: Early 20s. So okay, hey, he's kid. about 22, 23. We'll call him a kid. But all of you gather over there. At which point... uh. Sir Gussain goes over the rules for the joust.
5: Mm, All right.
0: Yay, rules. I'll go ahead and just present these to all of you in the way that'll be most important to you. So first off, to participate in the tourney, you do need a couple of things. First off, you do need a horse. Check. If you did not bring a horse, one will be provided to you. (laughs) Secondly, you will need jousting armor. Mm. Now, as far as the armor is concerned, you can either wear the full-on armor. Um, If you're one of these non-armored type people, You just have to wear your Talbert.
2: Okay.
0: But you can put it over any armor if you want. If you are not, if you do not have armor, they will provide you with a breastplate.
2: Can I guess our gear is with us? We would have because yeah, you would have packed your gear because you
0: knew that Mm -hmm. you're going to be going out to joust. Mm -hmm. Regardless, though, you must wear a helmet. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. Safety first.
4: Safety first. You beat me to it. I was just (laughs) supposed to be like (laughs) safety first.
0: (laughs) Forget the rest of your body; only the head matters. Uh, Secondly, you each must carry a shield. Mm. Now, you can either provide your own shield
3: or you may take a
0: light or heavy shield. In both cases, the shields that they provide you will be Masterwork. Um, A Masterwork light shield has no armor check penalty and gives you one armor class bonus. So even if you're not proficient, you will not take a penalty for using it. A Masterwork heavy shield has a minus one armor check penalty, but gives you a plus two AC bonus. In essence, you have to have a target for the other person to hit with their lance
4: makes sense. This is turning into a knight's tale and I'm so excited. I want the heralds to be coming up making their speeches. (laughs) This sounds great.
0: Um, You also do not need to worry about weapons because they will be providing you with lances. Um, Each of these lances are blunted and fitted with metal sheaths, which means that they will inflict non-lethal damage. Good. So let's get into the rules. So basically at this point, you get the full rundown Oliver, Verity, Gwen, you go inside, you change into your gear. Uh, for those of you that need gear provided, again, all of you need shields. Mm-hmm. Um, they bring each of you shields. Uh, the shields don't bear your house colors. They just have a blank field instead of all the rest of that because they didn't have time to paint them. That's fair. <laughs> I, I demand a speed painting. <laughs> <laughs> it's like painting yourself then, geez. Um, in the meantime, uh, Felix, Cornelius, uh, you actually make your way out onto the, uh, the green's while the servants are finishing setting up the uh, the Truco stand. You don't really have a chance to, like, socialize, or basically you don't have a social round to try any checks. Uh, but you do enjoy some uh, some fine uh, tea and sandwiches. Mm. Lovely. So, just kind of sit to out like here.
4: way more fun.
0: <laughs> yes, a refined gentle
3: person sport. <laughs> Sorry, I, uh, I I figure you probably said this. Uh, it was a
0: masterwork lance, or is it a regular lance? Uh, the lances are regular lances. Okay, just wanted to okay. double check. Because you're probably going to be breaking a lot of them. That's fair. Lance is a 1d8 damage weapon. Um, it has a times x3 critical and a perfect 20. It's a two-handed weapon, but one-handed if you are mounted. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay. Uh, so you will be using it one-handed. Other than that, the only real thing to remember with it is it does double damage on a charge. Cool. Let's charge. So couple rules here for the joust. You'll be doing a number of passes. Everyone does a single pass against every other opponent in the list. Once you have gone through all of that, whoever has scored the most points will move on to the final. Um, so basically the top two contenders will move on to the final. Mm. At the start of a pass, each participant will attempt an opposed ride check. The character with the higher ride check result gains a plus two circumstance bonus on her attack rolls and damage rolls for that pass. On a draw, both people gain the plus two damage bonus. Mm. As an essence, it just determines who gets the first start and uh, gets the more momentum before they meet. Uh, each rider will then roll an attack roll. These are also rolled simultaneously. They are also resolved at the same time. If a rider strikes with her lance, they deal double damage as usual for using it from the back of a charging mount. If you roll a perfect 20, then you critical. A lance is a times three weapon. Uh, keep in mind that you do not double the 2d8. That just adds one additional step to it. Yep. Still a boatload of damage. The attacks do non-lethal damage. Of course, keep in mind that if you do enough non-lethal damage that reduces you to zero, then the remainder of that damage is lethal damage. So you can still mm-hmm. potentially get killed out here, but only if somebody gets a really lucky critical hit. be one heck of a hit. Uh, The lance must be used with one hand because you do have to use your shield. Uh, The Mm. character struck must then succeed at a ride check, DC equal to the amount of damage dealt to them, or be unseated. All right. So, uh, last things. As far as the point scoring is concerned, connecting with your lance scores one point. Unseating an opponent instead scores two points. Mm. A wielder who shatters their lance adds one additional point for the spectacle and the skill required. I will let you know when you shatter your lances. Interesting. If a character both strikes their opponent and is also themselves unseated, you still receive all the points for it. Okay. Hmm. Uh, Feasibly, if crazy circumstances happen, both of you could slam into one another and unseat each other, which does sometimes happen. Yeah, I mean, it is entirely possible. Yeah. (laughs) So Oliver, Verity, Gwen, you go in, you change into your garb, Uh, basically spending the next hour changing into your, uh, your new duds before, uh, well, for some of you. Uh, <laughs> some of you are actually just wearing your, your original.
2: Yeah, my original duds.
0: Um, I don't think any of you rock a, ha- a helmet normally. No, no not personally. usually.
2: No,
1: 40k I rules. wear a chain
0: shirt normally, so it doesn't even come with one. So yeah, they provide helmets to all of you. They're basic helmets. Uh, full visor and all the rest of that stuff to protect you from flying splinters that might get yeah. into your eyes uh, when you're hit with a lance.
1: Heaven forbid it scratch your skin and give you a scar. Well,
0: it's my right. eyes, I'm not supposed to get wood in them. Yeah. <laughs> you exit out of the, the back of the palace uh, make your way out across the veranda and uh, descend down before making your way back to the back portion of the palace where the uh, horse stables are uh, located between the, uh, the nearby woods where a long, long fence has been uh, erected was still there actually previously since this is where they come out to train the horses I'm basically making the tilt for you uh, stands have been set up out here and this is one of the occasions where they actually open this up to uh, some of the public, as mm. in there appear to be people of, at the very least, the merchantile class um, that have been allowed to come in here and enjoy the uh, the spectacle for the next few hours.
4: Those are the people with the face painting.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes. Mm.
1: Yes. Come and watch your betters throw lenses at each other. Throw? I mean, if we came down that's, to throwing, I'd be down he's
4: for that. not in the joust right there. <laughs>
1: exactly. exactly. That's how that works, right?
0: But, uh, Surely they wouldn't ride at each other at full speed. It's true. That's ridiculous. Colorful flags and banners hang about. Um, off towards the side, you can see where they have basically a large uh, food area set up. There has been a table that has been brought out is set up. And then almost presiding it over over it like a prince himself is uh, Count Bartleby. Yep. Um, as well as Sir Gossain and his uh, basically a special guest in the form of... Uh, Earl Yonder Mercondus.
4: I don't trust him. I don't either.
0: You make your way over to the horse stables. Uh, mount up onto your own horses, which you brought for just such an occasion. Yeah. Yep. As you prepare yourselves, uh, pat down... Uh, Come, Benevere. Yes, Benevere. Bishop. I don't remember your other horse's names. Bishop. Threshold. Threshold, yep. As you uh, you pat down your steeds, get them ready. Um, they do provide you with, uh, if you would like, and they do provide it. I think Oliver can provide his own. They will provide you with a uh, padding level of horse barking for your horses yeah, as I- well, just to protect them. Yeah, um, as well as a, uh, a great advisor for the horses. No, oh, great! Can I wear, wear my
2: amulet of natural armor and my ring of protection, or is that not allowed?
0: You <laughs> are allowed to wear magical gear. Okay. You are not allowed to activate magical gear. Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: So no ring of the ram. man that was my strategy
0: (laughs) or if your horse had horseshoes of speed or horseshoes of the zephyr or something like that Uh, you decided to jump up in the air and try to hit them (laughs) no none of that's allowed nor is any spellcasting you are permitted to use any extraordinary abilities that you have as well as any feats that you possess Mm. understand though that any attempts to do any form of combat maneuver other than specifically the unseat combat maneuver that you can gain from a feat um, mm. Is considered to be bad form and disqualifying, which I certainly don't have.
2: Yeah, I didn't have that, and also I wasn't sure if we were making attack rolls or combat maneuvers. But now I know it's attack rolls, so I can't ra- I can't use my raging song is what you're telling me. Yeah, because you can't <laughs>
1: activate it. Yeah, I, mean, I can't I use just fear the fear the person going up against you, and you're just like we're got there. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: can challenge to get the extra melee damage, yeah.
3: <laughs> right? Yeah. I can't use yeah. my Arcana pool to, uh, you know, it, to, like make my lance magical,
0: for example. You can't
1: cast True Strike and then uh, go yeah. for it. But I suppose then uh,
0: the trumpets blare again, off towards uh, far off to the side. Um, Cornelius and uh, Felix can hear that. Where Felix is going, uh, Felix probably feeling somewhat reassured, as while you're setting up here and all the, you're watching all the uh, the peasants and well, not peasants, well technically peasants, all the <laughs> merchant class and all, all the rest the of those people coming in. You also saw that they brought in six lesser priests of Abadar. Oh. Mm. Basically, to provide all the healing for the non-lethal damage the party's about to take. Oh, yay! <laughs> hey. They're going to make sure that you're fine to dance later. Is the uh, yeah. is the ticket? Gotcha. Even if it means that there's going to be tons of channeling all over the place for a while.
4: <laughs> it saves me from having to use mine.
0: <laughs> well, Verity, Gwyn, best of luck to
3: both of you. Best, best of luck. luck.
4: Oh, nobody's going to talk. Really, nobody.
3: Nah. Not to I'm each other. Disappointed. No. Verity
4: doesn't talk until she knows she's winning.
2: <laughs> <laughs> she
1: has realized that we always jinx ourselves when we talk a good
0: game beforehand. I was going yeah, don't you want us to not jinx goes.
3: ourselves?
2: After round one, let's see.
0: Yeah. So speaking of round one. <laughs> this is one o'clock now, right? Uh, we are now at the one o'clock hour. The trumpets blair announcing the, uh, the beginning of the tournament. You draw your assorted lists, but we're only going to concern ourselves with all of you, as I know how the other ones turn out. Hey.
2: Rick's like, I already rolled these dice earlier, or it told me in the AP. The yeah. first
0: <laughs> of our players to step out is Count Oliver Darahan. Oh, oh dear! <laughs> Here we go. Astride your steed, you trot out onto the list. Um, Ooh, there is the herald course. off to the side. As a side note, like as you go out, poor, poor, poor Purple Finch. trots over uh, holding up the lance for you because it's her job to give you guys lances as you, since she's kind of your working squire. Definitely not what the flautist signed up for.
1: (laughs) I just imagine her like with this giant lance just like awkwardly like trying to maneuver it to get over to you. Yeah.
0: I'm
4: giving her such a good tip at the end Lances of the day. are pretty
1: heavy, y'all
0: <laughs> They are, <laughs> they're, are. T- they're 10 pounds, yeah. according yeah. to Pathfinder <laughs> Oliver, you reach down, you take your lance There's the cheer from the crowd and all of the rest of that as you ride forward A herald standing up on the platform on, uh, near the count Blows his trumpet before announcing Count Oliver of House Darhan As you go trotting up to the other side I imagine, give a little wave to the crowd You know, you've sure. got to play this up of course, of course.
1: No ladies offering their favors.
4: There's a few handkerchiefs flying. So, you know?
1: Suddenly, uh, Lady Crab comes out and she's got a favor. She's like, <laughs> she's like running it. from <laughs> the field.
0: Like,
3: wait, wait, wait,
0: wait. God. As you look over and see a massive black stallion. Ooh. And atop that, a bear of a man. in white <laughs> Oh, and oh right to no. Oh, we
5: oh, love right to it.
0: As Baron O'Kear steps out, uh, rides forth on the other side. Gives a salute as, you know, his daughter's screaming her head off from the stands.
2: Oh, I'm sure <laughs> she is. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oliver returns the salute.
2: Mardy leans over to Gwen and is like, I hardly know who to root for. <laughs> I,
1: I'm just imagining his daughter is basically doing that meme of everybody freaking out where they're like yeah. their hands on like,
5: oh. yeah. <laughs> As he
0: finishes, reaches up, drops down the visor, as I imagine Oliver does the same. Yep. Check yourself in position keep your eye like the one quarter of your eye looking over the direction of the uh, count who stands up to his feet, raises a hand, there's silence and then drops it as there's cheers erupt from the crowd as uh, your horse <laughs> springs forward into action, like jolting you back in the uh, the saddle. Uh, do keep in mind that these are uh, military saddles that you've been provided if you did not already have them. I already had one, but that is fair. Ah, it is important. It does give you a bonus yes. on staying in the saddle, which is nice. That is true. I believe it's, it's a plus a two.
1: Yes, they're probably necessary.
0: Mm. Round one, Count Oliver Darhan versus Baron Nicholas of House O'Cara. Uh, oh, by the way, way. Just, just for all of your own edifications, I'm sure this will make Jessica happy. Um, his shield is a beautiful field of uh, blue with a rampant river otter. Oh, it's oh, standing nice. proudly nice. Up <laughs> in the uh, the field of blue. That's okay, pretty love great.
2: Him. That's, <laughs> yeah. Does he need a wife? Maybe we marry him somebody. <laughs>
0: But trot, 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 trot. Um, Yeah. So let's go ahead and launch off. Uh, we'll start with the ride, ride check. checks. So keep in mind your armor check penalties. It oh. is. Oh, Ooh. Uh-huh. Ooh. All right. All
4: Oliver- right.
0: Oliver gets a 15 for a 22. All Very right. nice. Unfortunately, O'Kara only gets a five for a 13. So uh, Oliver oh, nice. does Ooh. get out of the gate, getting a plus two bonus on his attack and damage as he starts off strong. All right. Let's keep this going. Let's do this attack roll. So you are getting a plus two bonus to this.
3: So plus two to hit and damage, you say? That is correct. Ooh, that's not great. That is a nine for
0: 17. A 17, unfortunately, um, not enough to score a point. Uh, Uh, He retaliates with a 23. A 23 does hit me. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. All right.
3: This is going to (laughs) hurt. Mm. Wow.
0: That is Yikes. 21 points of non-lethal damage now, as his lance shatters as it impacts Ugh. with you and it continues on through. I mean, the
2: man is the top dog. I mean, uh, yeah. You will need
0: to make a ride check with your plus two bonus to stay in the saddle. Yep. Um, at this point, that's not getting you any more points, but it is denying him points, which means you'll have a chance to catch which up. It
1: might matter just as much.
2: It's helping everyone.
3: Alright,
0: that is Ooh. a uh, 13 for a 22, though, to stay in the oh. saddle. So, for those of you in the stands, uh, for those of you watching from the side, mm. again, this lance hits Oliver's shield square on. Um, he manages to block Oliver's attack at the last moment before uh. this lance shatters. Oliver tilts and starts to go back before just through sheer upper body strength, because he's still holding the shattered remnants of that lance and a shield, pulls himself up back into the, uh, the saddle as he clinches around the the steed, only nope, giving the yet. Baron two <laughs> points.
3: Alright. Well that's not too bad.
0: Well dang. I would have liked to have gotten one. Out from the crowd. Woo-hoo, yeah, he did yay. very well. The count turns and salutes you as he reaches the other end of the tilt. I salute him in turn. I mean he did very well. Alright, so that was our first pass.
4: Hey, you know, you held your own.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh you make your way off to the uh, the healing tent of Abador. Unfortunately, yes. they're not charging. There's a, a gratuity bowl oh. in there, if huh? you want to. No, it's oh automatically God.
4: included. That would be the smart Abadarian <laughs> thing to do.
0: <laughs> That's fair. Alright, so that takes us to the second part, uh, which is going to be Baroness Verity Corsina. Look at me! As she strides out onto the battlefield, resplendent in her parade armor, Purple Finch rushes forward, uh, lifts up a lance. Eh, better luck. Alright, thank you. You take this uh, trot along and there's the, uh, the announcement of Baroness Verity of House Corsina! off towards the other side, there's the announcement for Lady Mona of House Citus Okay. As the redhead that you'd seen earlier now, full armor, although the armor looks to be in repair, it is obviously like this woman uses her armor.
4: Oh. <laughs> okay.
0: Considering that you don't see her connected to anyone, you're wondering whether or not she's like a knight or aunt, that she's a traveling huh. knight. Well, uh, which might have just literally showed up for the tournament. If possible. Well, that's I mean, we very haven't cool heard of
1: a, uh, a Cetus family anywhere around
0: here, so. Yep. she squares up on the opposite side. You both wait. The Count drops his hand, and the two of you charge as everyone begins to cheer. And uh, right. go ahead and give me a ride check.
2: Oh. Yeah. Let's see some blood. Uh, I got a 14 for a 23 on that ride check. That's oh, so not nice. Oh,
0: that's a good roll. Oh. I oh. <laughs> get him. It says Purple Finch, but it uh, doesn't matter. Uh, Yeah, unfortunately, that is a natural one. She has a bad start with her horse um, that Mm. kind of slips in all of the uh, the loose dirt that was torn up by Okira's charge a minute ago. Step (laughs) one is
2: be friends with your horse, man. Begins
0: charging down towards you. So uh, yeah, let's go ahead and get the attack bonus. All right, let's go. You get a plus two to your attack.
2: It's like a so-so. I roll a nine for an 18.
0: An 18 will strike your target as you (laughs) slam home. Uh, your opposing knight oh. only gets a ten. So that, uh, that, that false start really throws her as she comes no. charging down towards you. The sun so glints off of your shield right to us. That would be really hard to do at noon.
4: Nice. Oh.
2: Um, that's going to be 17 damage,
0: 17 Ow. points <laughs> of damage. A solid hit as your lance slams home. It does not shatter, um, mm-hmm. although you do crack the lance off of her and she will need to make a ride check to try to recover. You've gained at least one point so far a
4: point, a very Palpable point, <laughs> <A> pointed point,
0: <laughs> and unseat her as she okay. loses her balance. Wow. Wow. That was just good a four round Verity. for her as she wow. unseats nice her
2: horse. Friendship,
0: well done. Yeah, as you uh, you unseat Lady uh, Situs and uh, grant a total of two points for Vary. Yeah,
2: hey, for me.
0: That is a good start. Yeah, wow. there you go.
2: Now Vary smirks a little bit.
0: Yep. Now you ride back and you know, just kind of give Oliver a nod, like, huh. <laughs> they've, got, they've got one of those boards there where they've just like pulling little plaques up and like hanging it on there like Hi, a baseball field. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> a couple more people go through the pass before we get to Viscountess Gwenwavar Kastner. Oh, boy. As you ride out onto the field, kind of uh, look over all this, and go, OK, well, our team so far, one was a pass, one was a win. Let's see what we can do.
2: Yeah, at least Oliver wasn't kicked Finch out of the reaches course. up,
0: gives you a, mm-hmm. a lance. Good luck. Kind of waves at you as you, uh, you make your way past.
2: Gwen would nod down at her.
0: Yep. Nervously reaching the other side of the, uh, I don't know how much jousting Gwen has done in her life.
2: You he didn't even do it as I kids. I mean, she knows what she's doing, but <laughs> it's probably been a bit.
1: I mm-hmm. you know? I don't know, 25 years.
2: <laughs> she didn't even joust then. We've never even seen her joust. <laughs>
3: yeah, true. Although, her ferocity, I think, should more than
0: keep her through. Hmm. At least that's my opinion. Now the question is: Is how excited is Gwen? Again, you reach the other side of the tilt. You raise up a hand. You wave. You turn back, as uh, they announce Lord Titus of House oh Feed.
5: Yeah.
0: As uh, Titus makes his way out, him. you can almost see his smile through the visor oh on <laughs> Knock it off his, face. Knock it
5: off his face. As he
0: reaches a hand up, and does one of those like two finger, like ha ha, like almost finger gun salute. He was looking at finger you, kid. Guns? Ew. Ew. Yeah.
4: How dare you? Okay, she needs to knock all him right. directly off his <laughs>
2: horse. I'm feeling the pressure now, guys.
0: So uh, let's go ahead and start with the ride check as the count drops his hand and uh, you launch forward. Ugh, Quinn only rolls a seven for a nine. Mm. We, Maybe we he'll roll a natural roll.
2: one. Maybe all yeah, animals hate him day? because he's a demon. <laughs> nope, I. Yeah. Roll in that one. is a
0: twenty-eight, which I believe will be a success, as he lurches forward wow. and begins to ride oh, wow. straight towards you. His ride well is down. good to mine. Ooh, I roll a
2: sixteen for a twenty-one. Hey, nice. Hey. All
0: right, let me go ahead and get his attack roll in as well, with the plus two for uh, winning the the charge there at the top. Oh Jesus! That Ooh. is a twenty-seven.
2: That hits me. Ooh
0: jeez uh, so you actually hit each other um, as both of your la- you're basically both <laughs> your lances skewer in and slam one another's shields okay go ahead and roll your damage
2: Gwyn does 13 points of damage
0: uh, and takes eight points of damage in turn as both of you slam your lances into okay. one another and neither of your lances shatter
4: okay all
0: uh-huh. right now I will need a ride check to stay in the uh, the saddle from both of you um, your you DC is it. eight
4: you can do it
0: I can imagine you're going to manage. Yeah, right. an 18 for nice. 20. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he manages a 25 on his right jack. Nah, fair enough. Still, that's, I mean, that's basically a tie there. Uh, yeah, so it's a tie, so it's one point each.
2: Okay, all yeah. right. Nice. That's
0: pretty good. As you reach the end of the tilt, turn back around.
2: Gwen does that thing like the movies, takes off her helmet and her blonde hair, shakes it out, does slow-mo,
1: you know? You do a slow-mo and you look up at, at Bartleby, just like, suck. That
2: actually
0: works nicely. So, cutting back around, Count Oliver oh, no. takes back to the field after having a chance to rest, recuperate. <sighs> I assume I'm at full hit points again at this You're point. You're back at full hit points. All of you are back yes. at full hit points after you've uh, yeah. you've gone to the medical tent and got your bandages. They have all have uh, tiny little key designs on them cute. Mm. That's adorable. You ride back out to take your position on the opposite side of the list, turn down and, uh, and face down the length of the field towards your opponent as uh, Baronet Phi Fabin is announced. Mm. As she rides out onto the field, nods down towards uh, Oliver. Mm. I'll go ahead and salute her as well. Mounts up, turns, and uh, once the, the signal is given, the two of you charge, so go ahead and give me a ride check again. Uh, Alright. You tear off Sweat streaming down your face from this heavy armor. Oh,
3: not bad, not bad. It's so a fourteen for a twenty-one.
0: Twenty-one. Nice. That's going to be hard to beat. Oh, and a nineteen comes close but does not. Oh, that will be the just plus barely. two bonus to uh, Oliver for both your to hit and damage. All right. So go ahead and make that attack roll for me. Ugh, I'm not good at attacking. Uh, that is a seven for a fifteen. A fifteen hits your opponent. Hey. All right. I'm assuming that her counter of an eleven does not. Uh, it does not. <laughs> so that is a total of 16 points of damage. 16 points of damage. Let's see if she can recover from that. All right. And a 13 will not as you unseat oh, the Baronet you as you slam into her. All uh, right. Unfortunately, your, your Lance doesn't shatter, but that was still, oh, is still hey. a very good hit. Uh, as Oliver rides through, scoring two points for unseating hey, his opponent nice. in the uh, this, this next round of his.
5: Good job. Well,
0: though, she stands up, dusts herself off, you know, nods and waves to the applause from everyone because it's still that like, good job. Yeah. Uh, You can tell, by the way, that her style is terrible. Mm. Uh, She's an exceptional writer from what you can see. But uh, honestly, her her combat ability is lacking. Interesting. She's just here for fun. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Maybe she has a deep secret. You have no idea. Maybe. (laughs)
2: maybe she's the nice one that brings
0: us to the second round (laughs) who isn't at this point (laughs) now which will be Baroness Verity Corsina rides out onto the field, gets ready Sir Marina Godius makes her way out onto the opposite side of the field Verity will nod turns, nods back um, in the direction of uh, of Baroness Verity alright, let's do it Uh, you drop your visors into place, ready yourselves before launching yourselves forward and let's go ahead and get those ride checks
2: let's go, don't be bad Okay, I mean, average. I got a 10 for a 19.
0: <laughs> uh, that will beat her 6.
2: Wow, <laughs> jeez. Wow. <laughs> I think I jinxed other people's horses.
1: <laughs> That's perfectly fine. You're eventually going
0: to have to mm. do that to Okara, so. Yeah, so she's definitely off as she begins charging down towards you. But uh, you then meet in the middle. You are getting a plus 2 bonus on your attack roll and damage. All
2: right, let's do it. Uh, only a 7 for a 16.
0: Uh, A 16 will not hit, and I don't believe a 14 will hit Verity in turn. Nope,
2: 14 also doesn't hit.
0: Um, So both of you have glancing blows that don't actually count towards the point score as you pass Mm. one another on the tilt. That's sad. There's kind of a, aw, sort of sound from the crowd. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Hey. (laughs) I like, <laughs> like like, oh, nobody, like, oh I'm disappointed too. Nobody yeah, is.
3: Oh. So it's yeah. like oh. when you're
4: watching hockey and a, a fight's about to happen and the refs and they go, stop it. You're, they like, stop <laughs> and you're just like, oh,
0: but that was the whole reason I came. It's like, dang it. Verity, you return uh, back to the stables, kind of, uh, of mm-hmm. nodding, uh, getting ready for the next pass. Uh, you know, having a second to uh, trot over there because you don't need to go and get healing or anything like that. That's you're true. like, oh, I'm just fine. Yeah. Watching uh, Oliver and Gwen uh, get ready as. Uh, Gwen you ride out you reach down you take your next lance you prepare yourself um, as you glance up we're probably shaking your head a little bit the gesture probably returned by your opponent as uh as Oliver you ride out you take yeah. your lance <laughs> <laughs> you move up to the opposite side oh, <laughs> as Oliver yeah. and Gwen square off on <laughs> either beep, side beep. of the uh oh. the jousting ground all right I imagine turn and salute one another and then uh Go ahead and make your respective ride checks as the signal is given.
2: Gwen rolled a 5 for a 7 on a ride check. (laughs) Jesus
1: Christ. To be fair, he has a much higher ride bonus than you do. (laughs)
3: Uh, I rolled a 6 and got a 13. (laughs) Alright, so so
0: Oliver gets uh, strong out of the gate. That's going to be a plus 2 bonus on attack and damage for Oliver. Alright.
4: Don't hold back now. Gwen would not be okay with that. No, I'm not going to hold back. (laughs) 6 for
2: an 11. I definitely miss (laughs) Oliver.
0: Another wasted all of perfect 20s in the last episode. <laughs> I, know, <right. laughs> I was expecting uh, right. like I hit fire. Oliver for 50 oh, points of, of damage. <laughs> Ooh, that is wow. a 17 oh, for a 25. Dang. Dang. Oh, yeah, that dang. hits me. Yeah, unfortunately, Oliver knocked your uh Ooh. 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 a total dang. of 23 points Shattering of damage. Shattering his lance as he slams it Peter. into Gwyn. Very quick
2: falls like, off this horse.
0: As, again, the two of you ride for it, Oliver, you just bring your lance in line, and you're just sitting there the whole time probably going, like, Gwen would want me to try my hardest. Gwen would want me to try my hardest. I know we're friends. And Gwen's sitting there going, like, oh, God. She's like, she's going,
1: this is going to hurt, this is going to hurt, this is going to hurt. Trying to go
0: through everything her brother ever taught her about, like, lance charges and things. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, unfortunately, you're kind of overthinking as your lance bounces, slides over Oliver's left pauldron. Before uh, Oliver brings his in line, slam straight into the shield and uh, blast you clear off of the back of your horse. Um, you, Jeez. technically speaking, actually take 1d6 points of additional non lethal damage as you hit the ground. 23, so 27 points of non lethal in total. <laughs> oh, I am oh,
2: almost God. unconscious. Oh <laughs> I have like four, four more points.
5: Oh and I am unconscious. <laughs>
0: It's one of those things where, like, kind of like the paramedics, the priests of Avatar, like, go running over to her. I, <laughs> there, there's the crowd that they cheer, and uh, then they
1: go, ooh, because you don't get oh. up for a second. <laughs>
0: uh,
3: uh, are you all right?
2: I'm fine. She lies.
1: (laughs) Bluff check. Bluff check immediately.
3: Fortunately, I have actually no sense motive, so I believe you.
2: (laughs) Also, Quinn gets to roll sing for that, so even taking 10, she gets a 24.
0: I 100% believe you. Just sitting there, like, gasping for breath, uh, as Oliver gains three points from that round. (laughs) All right. So bringing the total score at the end of the first hour of the tournament to... uh, Oliver tied with Baron O'Cara with five wow. points each, followed by Lord Titus Lothied, uh, then followed by a three-way tie between uh, Lady uh, Sidis, Sir Godius, and Baroness Corsina, uh, with Gwen and uh, Baronet Phi taking up the rear.
2: Oh, good. I'm tied with the lady who can't joust. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, it's it's only the first round. It's true. <laughs> Oliver's a tough opponent. Yeah. However, <sighs> on the other side of the palace, <laughs> hey, <laughs> unaware of what just happened between Oliver and Gwen, jeez.
2: Yeah, Verity's like, huh?
0: It's time for our own joust. <laughs> Verity's like, when well, he's just kind of looking over the thing. It's like, when do I go against Oliver? I'm I'm looking forward to my rematch. No, <laughs> oh, no.
2: Maybe, but Gwen will definitely root for me instead of Oliver.
1: I'm just saying it would be very funny if you guys both nail each other and unseat each other and shatter your lances and it's just like three points for everybody uh,
0: it's a draw but on the other side of the field far away from all of this sweat all of this uh, exploding pieces of wood all of this uh, Gwen panting covered in dirt on the the ground of everyone being sore and battling Cornelius Felix you finish your sandwiches and uh, sipping on your tea you kind of set that off to the side <laughs> before you notice that the uh, the truco circle has been set up. So again, this is a uh, a game, basically, essentially a combination of uh, five different other sports. It's kind of ridiculous. Uh, by the way, a real world game. No, oh, really? is it? Yeah, apparently, according to everything I could find, the rules haven't been updated since like the late 1800s. But uh, anybody who's actually played
1: truco, please let us know on Discord because yeah. I'm curious.
4: Truco or truco? How
0: are or we truco. spelling this?
1: T R U C C O.
5: Truco. Truco, Truco,
1: yeah. So if anybody's actually played Truco, please let us know in the comments, because I'm very curious uh, what it's like to actually play this.
0: But you all gather yourselves. uh, You basically stand up and make your way over to uh, the Truco field. Again, you're uh, over here with uh, Lady Peril, um, as well as Lady Crab. As a side note, Lady Peril would have leaned in and and warned Felix and Cornelius that uh, Crab is unnecessarily good at this game. (laughs)
5: <laughs> oh, great!
0: <laughs> which is why she seems to always invite people to it oh
1: uh, she's showing off we got ourselves a well, ringer. you know
4: what maybe maybe we'll get lucky
1: hey I, at least no money's changing hands because uh, Cornelius doesn't have any
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> fair enough
1: <laughs> so she's not exactly just hustling us she's just showing off
0: mm. um you didn't really get a chance to speak with either uh, lady lucrezia and dame sepsinia is a. Uh, kind of turned her chair so she's only half-facing towards this, and is more or less just watching the pond where there's some uh, frogs sitting on lily pads croaking to one another.
1: She's sitting there ruminating about all the things she has to do tonight.
0: Whether or not she's actually even seeing the frogs, you don't know. So, unlike the giant wall of text I need to provide with all the rules for the jousts and everything else setting up for this, this, <laughs> this is, is very simple.
4: <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> Although it's quite possible that Cornelius, like, picks up the giant spoon, basically, that he's provided his uh, his club. And uh, sitting there going like, oh god, this was, this was way heavier than I expected this to be. Because again, <laughs> it does have a big iron head down on the end of it. Wild. Mechanically speaking, this is a very simple game. Players take turns attempting dexterity checks. Okay. Okay. Characters proficient with light hammers gain a plus two bonus. Uh, if you're not proficient with light hammers, you do not take a penalty. What the heck? Um, so don't worry about that plus two bonus. Okay. If you have weapon focus, it would give you an additional plus one. We yeah. definitely don't have that. <laughs> You make a dexterity check. A character scores one point with a successful DC 15 check, and one additional point for every five by which your dexterity check result exceeds 15. The first player to reach seven points wins.
4: Oh, Okay, okay. that actually is pretty. simple. That's very
0: simple. That's very simple. It's very straightforward. So yeah, Felix uh, Cornelius, step out onto the field with uh, Lady Crab and uh, Lady Peril, and let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and get a couple dice rolls in, shall we? All right. Sure. So it's just a dexterity check. Okay, all right, uh, Cornelius' first roll
1: is a 15 for a 17. Nice. Mm,
4: that's a three for
1: a five. I was to say,
0: Crab's off to a bad start. Good. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> and Lady Apparel as well, so the first round goes to uh, Cornelius, who scores one point. hey mm-hmm. Good
4: job, Cornelius. On the
0: board.
1: Finally, a game I can be good at.
0: <laughs> so round number two, let's go ahead and go throw some dice rolls out there.
4: God dang it. Uh,
0: So
1: I roll an 8 for a (laughs) 10.
4: Rolled a 2 for a
0: 4. So unfortunately, neither on those. Lady Crab scores a point, as does Lady Peril. So that's going to be a three-way tie right now. All right. I'm hoping for a comeback here.
2: (laughs) You can do it. No, not like that. No!
1: (laughs) Better? (laughs) I roll a natural 1 for a 3.
5: Wow.
4: Uh, I did better. I got a 9 for an 11 that time.
0: Mm. Better, but unfortunately not enough. And uh, Dame Crab scores another point, so is currently in the lead with two. All right. How dare she? Again, as you go throwing (laughs) the ball back and forth. Ooh, that was a good one. (sighs) That's an eight for a 10.
4: That's an 11 for a 13.
0: Um, So Lady Peril scores another point, bring her up to two. Crab manages to launch through the ring and knock Cornelius's ball almost completely out of the field. Scoring herself two points to bring herself up to four. Wow. (laughs) Wow. She, wow, by she the way, is, uh, uh, is proficient us. with light hammers and does have weapon focus with them. You <laughs> of don't course she say. does. Yeah,
1: she has she a plus five bonus. Yes.
0: A barbarian.
5: <laughs> yeah, a blood or a
0: skull. <laughs> She's just a fellow skull. <laughs> 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 yeah, we go into the next round. Hey.
4: Okay. Oh,
1: hey. All right. I roll a 15 for a 17.
0: All right
4: got a 16 for an 18.
0: And uh, Crab and Peril don't score for that round. So that means uh, Cornelius is up at two and uh, Felix is on the board with one. I'm on the board. Hey, I'm in second place. Again, you're very politely just kind of walking around here playing your little lawn game. Very distantly, (laughs) you occasionally hear like screams and cheers and this cracking sound of lances. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> you hope not bones. Yeah, we're all sitting there going, mm-hmm.
1: let's just hope no. Let's just hope none of those are uh, breaking off against our friends and unseating them and throwing them into the
3: dirt.
4: I'm sure Gwyn yeah, certainly
2: did. It did. was a
3: game, okay?
4: Felix is used to hearing the scream and then needing to be the one to go do yeah, something about it. Then
0: you it. go and you heal. Yeah. Every time Felix looks up, Peril's like, "Not people have this. <laughs> they need enough. practice. They pay us well. Mm. Let's go ahead and go <laughs> into the next round. Hey, Ooh. baby. Nice.
3: I go. roll an
4: 18 for a 22 points, Ooh, baby. Man. Cornelius popping off. Nine for an 11. Don't be too good. She'll want to marry you to her daughter.
1: <laughs> for being good at this game, that I mean, has no. Maybe.
0: Use she, she wants to do Marrow? that anyway.
4: You know? <laughs> maybe he and subsinial will hit it off.
0: Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Pharaoh gets a point as well, bring her up to three. Cornelius jumps up to four. Crab also gets a point this round, though, bring her up to five.
1: Mm. Oof, she's staying just ahead of me. So uh, let's go ahead and do another round. Just barely missed it. Uh, 12 for a 14.
4: <laughs> Two for a 4. She's killing us. Ooh. I'm so bad at this game.
0: <laughs> Crab also, actually, everyone goes through that round and scores no points. So okay, uh, I good. guess on to the next round, as Crab is still up at <laughs> five. Moving this along. Yeah. Move it along.
1: Ooh. Ooh, wow. I roll a 19 for a 21. Hey. Oh, wow.
0: Come from behind. Work well Cornelius might, might win this thing.
5: Dude, yeah. Cornelius.
4: That'd
0: be cool, wouldn't it? Yeah. I only got
4: an 8 for a 10.
0: All right, uh, unfortunately, I got the
4: board, and that's all I wanted. I yeah, just didn't want to do seg I did, did not seg- score this. that
0: round, and neither did Peril, which means uh, Cornelius actually leapfrogged her all the way up to 6 points. Alright, one more Ooh. one more point. Mm. You're one Let's away. Let's go, Cornelius. One away. Come on. Let's Don't go. choke! <laughs> Don't choke, Cornelius.
5: <gasps> oh!
0: Oh!
1: I am the king of Truco! <laughs>
5: <laughs>
0: so, that's in not a country amazing, Galarian, everyone. <laughs> in an amazing power play, uh, Cornelius makes to launch through the ring, hit Crab's ball, and launch it into the pond. Um, as he <laughs> scores the, the clutch victory at the last second. Wow, oh getting God. eight points.
1: Bravo.
0: Yeah, oh, you gotta stop
1: now. <laughs> I will stop now.
0: <laughs> now, while you're ahead, <laughs> two things happen. First off, both of you may choose to use an action to interact with Crab. If you would so wish to uh, learn a bit more about her, because you are chatting, this is a very relaxed game. Um, mm. That took place over the course of an hour. No, right.
1: Okay. Let me see what
2: Cornelius' I mean, ball goes in the pond as Gwen eats dirt. The oh. second thing <laughs> is
0: uh, Cornelius actually gains a plus two bonus on checks to influence Crab for the rest of the day. Wow. Oh, oh, day. wow. She wow. respects a man that can play truco.
3: <laughs> <laughs> She's like, Oh, oh no, wait, go.
1: forget about that Darahan man. He'd be terrible at this game. You you seem a gentleman who knows how to play a real sport.
4: <laughs> no, if you don't got any land, she ain't talking to you. No, it's true. Well, bird. hey, I got
1: land. He does have a land. I just don't have a city to go with it, but I do have some land. Okay, let me see. So she would prefer knowledge local from me, uh, which I get a plus two bonus on. Going straight for the influence. I'm going to go straight to the influence.
0: Well, that plus two bonus does only apply on influence checks. So that that is a a good direction to
1: go. I roll a
0: seven for a 19. And that was on local? That is on knowledge local. The DC for that was fourteen, so you actually exceed it by Woo-hoo. five. Nice, Oh, man. Uh, man my is dance. bringing his A game. Yeah, there but we, it's we go. Because Verity's not over there. So, yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Exactly. He's not flustered because he's not sitting there going, "What will Verity think if I do this?"
4: Yeah, you got to stop caring about what Verity thinks. That's true.
3: <laughs> Focus I like on the hair Verity now. But <laughs> well, Jessica she's says she's right. It. You should listen to her. <laughs> so, Felix,
1: you going to try to
4: do um, a check on her. I think I'll try diplomacy.
0: Uh, or you could try a discovery if you wanted to figure out what her biases, yeah. strengths, weaknesses are. Actually,
4: yeah. yeah.
2: Um, her biases are, if you don't have any land, you're not worth talking to. We figured that one out.
5: <laughs> <laughs> anyway.
4: <laughs> Probably, but I'm going to go for that one anyway. So, what do, uh, is That's a diplomacy role or a sense motive role?
0: So, the interesting thing with bias, which we haven't brought up until this point, is uh, there is no check. You just have to take the time to learn their bias. Oh, hmm. well,
4: oh, uh, then I will do will that. And you will do
0: so automatically. Well, okay. okay. Um, in the case of Lady Parthena Crab. Parthena's shallow judgment of others means that Mm -hmm. appearances are what really matter. Mm. Uh, She's predisposed towards anyone sporting the latest fashion Mm. or with a charisma of 15 or higher.
1: Ah, Cornelius has neither of these
0: things.
2: (laughs) Gwen is doing both of those or was doing both of those things because she was wearing the latest fashions this morning.
0: If you do have one of those, that does grant you a plus two bonus because she has a bias towards you. She also has a bias against, while she herself has very thick skin, but she is extremely protective of her daughter Mm. and holds grudges against anyone who insults the girl, uh, (laughs) causing a minus two penalty on all future checks with her. Well, that's
1: That's easy enough to avoid because we're not jerks.
0: Oliver, technically speaking, if he had rolled poorly on that, trying to get out of going and talking to her, his it would have been seen as an insult. Would have been seen as an insult. Fortunately, he rolled well. Yeah. And also, she seems to really like uh, Cornelius talking all this knowledge local, which is basically just gossiping with her. It's like, oh, yeah. yes, I have heard. Have you heard what happened with my cousin and my other cousin? They're married, <laughs> you
2: know. <laughs> oh, God. And my other cousin, their child.
0: <laughs> 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 and my <laughs>
1: uncle, who is who is also my second uh, grandson, because reasons.
2: Also, I'm you know, <laughs> putting out there like, I only marry my family, so don't ask me about your daughter. <laughs>
1: I was going to try that play of just being like, so uh, what's the magical aptitude of your, of your uh, family? <laughs> <laughs> I need your genealogical records of magical aptitude.
2: <laughs> we have to prove that you're related to the Mara set somehow before we even start to talk. So hence why he's single.
0: <laughs> Cornelius, you have a uh, kind of a pleasant time. You and Felix both just kind of chatting with Crab, going around here, playing this game back and forth. Again, Sepsinia is just kind of staring off into space. Lady the seems to be paying very little attention as well. Mostly mm. taking this an opportunity to sit here, drink tea, and eat sandwiches. I wonder what her deal is. It's
1: a, it's a chance to come out and not be talked to, which is yeah, yeah, important you for guess. some
0: people, right? Just not interested in the, the violence? You don't really know. But, Cornelius, uh, as you're chatting with uh, Crab again, as the servants are kind of going and getting everything set up, she makes her way back over towards you. That was an excellent game.
5: Oh, no.
1: Yes, I did find that uh, quite bracing. Are you certain that you've never played before? You know I have not. Though I do see some similarities between uh, various castings of magics and
0: uh, the aiming of the uh, uh, Q. That is true. Marisets are spellcasters, aren't you? Like the Lothides. Uh Yes, we are. I see. And very good with your hands. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, whoa.
1: <laughs> uh, well, of a certain type. Uh, fine dexterity work. Uh, not so much um, hard labor.
0: I see. I see. And you're from the east, are you not? Uh, the northeast. Have you ever been to Yonmas?
1: Oh, yes. Um, the Heartseas Manor is there, my uh, family's estate. Ah.
0: I have family over there, actually, as well. Do you? Cousins, mostly, um, that live in the Yonmas area. They keep me kind of abridged, if you will, of uh, various uh, developments and uh, the moving shakings, the the finances and all of that. I don't exactly have a head from finances, but... <laughs>
1: Ah, well, it is interesting to have a uh, family so far north. Must be quite a uh, challenge to get
0: messages back and forth. She knots. I wanted to have a moment to speak to you, actually. Oh, really? About what? You know, I invited Lord Darhan over to my <laughs> estate, and he agreed to come, and I was wondering maybe if you would accompany him.
1: I would be interested. I uh, want to see your lands, but uh, also I am- Oh, they are beautiful. And I'm given to understand that uh, your family runs a conservatory. Yes, actually. Purely a uh, musical conservatory, or um, have you branched out
0: into maybe magical pursuits? Everything that the goddess says. So uh, any form of art, music, poetry.
1: Oh, that is so nice to see. And Cornelius will reach in and pull out his holy symbol of Shalin. I, too, follow the go- goddess. She
0: squeezes, digs in her corset, <laughs> you and pulls are screwed. out this holy symbol. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> Lady Crab's like, hmm, maybe I could divorce my husband
0: and marry this <laughs> 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 man. Uh, well, you understand I mean, I that Lady Crab's a widow.
3: Yeah, she's yeah. actually a widow. Oh, actually, so I she's apparently you know, that, available. So, yeah.
0: I'm so pleased to see that the faith has spread further and all the way out to Avon, honestly. You know, I find that Shalin is probably the most overlooked of the four prime Taldain deities.
1: Well, and I also feel that um, it's. People just not taking the, quite the appreciation for all of beauty that Taldor has, whether it's fine artistry or beautiful peaks to the north. There's beauty to be found all over Taldor. You have a Pulitz heart.
2: Oh, God, he's such a cute little man. He's getting <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, uh, I do read extensively, uh, all manner of things, and uh, I have dabbled in poetry. I would not say I'm uh, quite confident enough to uh, publish any myself. In that I have no ranks in it. (laughs) I would still be pleased to read. Well, um, should I find the time? Maybe I will uh, attempt to uh, write some down.
0: She places a hand on your arm. Perhaps. You can come over, join Lord Darhan, and I believe that um, (laughs) Lady Kastner said that she'd be interested in uh, hearing a performance from some of the students from my conservatory. Oh, that would be Interesting. Oh, Lady Zespire, you must come. She turns, smiling over at Felix.
1: <laughs> Cornelius turns and looks at her and goes, "I've suddenly become char-. like he hasn't said that, but his eyes say I've suddenly become char- charming, and I don't know what to do with it." <laughs>
4: <laughs> Felix had probably been chatting with uh, Lady Peril and everything, and she turns, be like, "Oh, I would love to attend. That sounds like that sounds delightful."
0: You must. The Zespires are famed for their love of wine. And for their extremely good taste, you must try the cranberry wine that we produce.
4: Hmm, I would be interested. I don't think I've had a cranberry wine.
0: Well, there's not much that grows in the, uh, the swampier areas, but cranberry is something that we can produce, and we do make a fine vintage, if I must say so myself.
4: I think as long as it is treated right, I think you can make wine out of just about any berry.
0: Uh, nothing quite competing with something that, like, the uh, the Corsinas might make. I know that you travel with one as well, and they're somewhat, uh, are known for their, uh, their fine cranberry wines.
4: That doesn't surprise me.
0: Oh, this sounds like it would be a great time. Won't it, Sepsinia? She turns and looks over at her daughter, who just kind of, like, pauses, you know, does that blink thing and looks back. Yes, mother.
4: Can I sense motive on the daughter?
1: What's I was gonna say, does it just feel like she's taken a? She's got exhaustion. Like, is she a teenager
4: her? at the wedding or what? Uh, yeah, <laughs> she's like, the teenager at wish.
1: the wedding. <laughs> Quick, roll a medicine check and just see what's wrong with her, or a heel check and just see what's wrong with her.
2: Maybe she's just super goth. Yeah. <laughs> you no, know, if she was super Maybe.
1: goth, she'd be like. I'd want to engage with you, but like the darkness in my soul, just it's just such a, such a beautiful thing.
2: She doesn't have to be verbal like that. No. Yeah. But she's giving she you. It was right not described as
1: just having like tons of, uh, you know, mascara and eyeliner <laughs> and, you know, dark
0: lips and all Sometimes that. Sometimes goth know.
2: is a way of life, not your look. <clears throat> you just commune with the darkness in your soul and it's okay.
0: Honestly, she just seems really tired
1: from being up all
0: night, being the, uh, night's, the one. night's one. Mm-hmm. I will actually Maybe. go ahead and allow both uh, Cornelius and Felix to make me another sense motive, though.
4: With
1: my plus zero bonus. I
4: have a plus 11.
0: Okay. So Lady Crab smiles. Just kind got waves a hand. Oh, don't mind her. Again, she's going through that sullen phase. Oh, but it would be so pleasant to have the two of you join us. I must show you around the conservatory. And if you like the hedge maze here, we have a beautiful hedge maze. Um, and the cranberry fields are wonderful this time of year. Oh, we will have the most amazing time. If you want to invite any of your other friends.
4: I think I shall, actually.
0: And you're a priestess, are you not?
4: I am a banker of Abadar, yes.
0: Not saying that there's anything wrong with Abadar. I was just very happy to have met a fellow uh, uh, Sh- Sh- Well No. Uh,
4: Abadar runs strong in the Zespire family.
0: What's the uh, the difference between a banker and an archbanker?
4: Status? Money?
2: Lady uh, Peril
0: smiles. More keys.
1: <laughs> technically archbanker just means you lead a church yeah, so. just, yeah it's the the ha,
2: she's just the high priestess yes. yeah.
1: we literally ran into an archbanker who's an archbanker of one right the wonderful thing about that archbanker is
0: that he's the only one
4: i figure um felix just smiles at that comment and just kind of nods
0: <laughs> well it'll be amazing to have you there and of course uh our lord arcanist here and uh Darhan and a Kastner, and uh, um, I believe your your other companion is a Corsina, correct?
4: Yes, yes. She is. So many prestigious. She might have uh, more to say about the cranberry wines.
0: I look forward to uh, to all of your opinions, hmm. Felix. Okay. There is something behind that smile. There is something behind that look. Her words don't match. You think her thoughts? Okay. She says all of this. She spares a glance for a moment towards her daughter before turning and making her way back over towards the field to get ready for your next game. It's not your houses. It's the way she says Arcanist. It's the way she's focused on you being a priest. It's the way she's focused on Darhan's military skill. She seems desperate. Although, obviously, this is not the time or place to discuss such matters. All you can do is glance over to the nearly glassy-eyed stare of her daughter as she Mm. looks blankly over the field. Mm. To know that she needs something. I'll pick it up here next time. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Oh, oh, Oh. Not a mystery. Ah uh, there's a new mystery. Yeah. Okay, so uh, I got she's you not the night
1: swan. Then. All right, she yeah, she may not be the night swan. She may instead be like, you know, plagued by a ghost or something. I still or think Karina yeah.
4: is the night swan.
1: Could be. <laughs> That's a good another good theory. Yeah. Be fun. fine. Who knows?
2: It's Bartleby I mean, yeah. because he doesn't really want to be here, so no, he's no. causing <laughs> chaos. That would <one's> actually be <laughs> funny yeah, if he
1: was actually the Night He could the be doing time. stuff legitimately and just, you know, command it. But no, he wants to get out and get his hands dirty.
3: Gives me a Zuko and uh, what what was the name of his alter ego? It was uh, Blue... Oh, um, Blue
0: Spirit?
2: <laughs> or something,
0: yeah, yeah. I think it was Blue, think Spirit. It's a Blue Spirit. But yeah, so we finished the first round of the tournament uh, with an epic confrontation between Oliver and Gwen. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> jeez.
2: Uh, Ross only rolls Ooh. well against us. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <Apparently>. <laughs> yeah uh, yeah i mean i i can't say anything bad about the position i'm in so we'll see how it goes though there's still plenty of tournament left to go that's
2: true. Right. Yeah,
0: and plenty of time for uh faraday to catch back up yeah plenty sure of time for of time. for gwen to hopefully unseat a couple of people and catch back up yeah
2: that's
0: hmm. thing it just takes a couple good rolls true yeah he's got to knock uh titus and uh Oliver off of their high horses.
2: God, I want to knock Titus off his horse just because he seems like
0: a <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say in that first pass, yeah. Not too I'm shabby. Honest, I'm honestly kind of just happy
3: that I managed to stay in my horse against Okara. Yeah, it's yeah, like, that was my a God, it was yeah. that man
0: is scary. Guy's got a really high he is... attack bonus.
4: Yeah, know.
3: Terrifying.
0: terrifying. Don't want to make an enemy of him. Keep that no.
1: in mind. No. Well, <laughs> yeah. He's the only one friendly. But you know who does have a high attack <laughs> bonus and isn't scary? our patrons some of them <laughs> might be scary but we love them anyway we yeah. like scary that things that is true hey you know what sometimes you need a
0: scary person in your corner it is true and we want to take an opportunity to thank a few of our patrons and in fact <laughs> we want to take an opportunity to thank a few of our patrons by name um, all of you are amazing especially for this week jason sheldon thank you jason thanks jason thank you, jason. Yeah,
2: it, jason. Thank you, jason. Thank you.
0: coming out strong.
2: you're phenomenal yeah oh i think ryan kelleher Thanks, Ryan. Thanks, Ryan.
3: Ryan. We appreciate it, Ryan. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you. Coming out strong in the tilt. (laughs) And
1: I would like to thank Brian Clever. So clever he got a last name of
4: it. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) Thank Thank you,
0: you. Brian. I also always like to say Brian with a Y. Mm. Oh, yeah, he is also Brian with a Y. True.
4: I would like to thank Dylan Kearney. Thank you very much.
0: Yeah, thank you, Dylan. Dylan.
4: I would like to thank Yair or Yair Goldberg. Thank you. Thank you. you. We
3: appreciate it. Uh, And I'd like to go ahead and thank Nat Jacob. We appreciate the support, Nat.
4: Well, thank you, thank Nat. Thank you, Nat. Woo. Thank you, Nat.
0: You're a Nat 20. Oh, <laughs> nice, nice one, Rick. Nice. <laughs> it's the, <laughs> it's the 20 nickname earned for rolling seven natural 20s in a roll one session. That's the story I'm putting <laughs> behind this. <laughs> so, yeah, thank you all for your continued support. Without you, it would be impossible to keep doing this. Um, you are all amazing. You're the whole reason that we can have these amazing set pieces. We can build an entire jousting field so we can battle one another and all the rest of that stuff.
1: Can learn and, and construct a truco.
0: Yeah, learn learn to play truco. And uh, Patreon Stretch Goal will release our own truco game that you can all play yeah. at home. I was trying to imagine hand... what that would be. I can only think like like getting tiny spoons, like cappuccino spoons, and launching marbles mm. through a Yeah, little, it's a like,
2: tabletop, <laughs> tabletop, tabletop, oh, yeah, tabletop, oh, tabletop truco. Oh,
0: yeah, tabletop truco. Yeah. I'll have to hand actually. make those spoons, though. That'll
3: be hard. That's true, yeah.
2: <laughs> Just bend a spoon.
3: they say he carved it from a bigger
0: spoon (laughs) but we do want to of course thank all of you for your amazing support for continuing to uh, help us be able to put out this amazing show and if you have not checked our Patreon and you want to check out our Patreon we do encourage that we have had some great stories going on we are well into book number four now over on uh, Tyrant's Grass which has been uh, both depressing and strangely, a hoot recently. So yes. uh, that's true. Or a honk. Go, or a honk, if you will. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you want to know what that means, check it out. Yeah, put it
3: up, You'll
0: find out. Um, we've got Ooh. Weekly Tyrant's Grasp coming out. Woo. So um, if you're wanting to know what stories are going on over there, well, you're, they're going to be hitting you on a weekly basis, hitting you on both the uh, the Funny Bone as well as the Fills. Mm.
1: Yep. It's a full emotional roller coaster.
4: Indeed.
0: But before we go, we do also want to take an opportunity to thank our Find the Path tier patrons. Thank you so much to Andrew Miller and her, Braden Worrell, Elliot Brown, Eric and Lisa Junker, Gary S., Ian Date, Jessica Vetterly, Jim C., Joshua Saldana, Kevin Etterfe, Louis Ellis, Siren Roll, and TJ Conn. Thank you, everybody. Yeah, we appreciate. Thank, you, so Thank much. you. And join us for the uh exciting next run on the uh the list here as we continue the jousting tournament and we continue our games of Truco to see uh what more uh maybe interesting or possibly uh nefarious things that the party can uncover pertaining towards Dame Crab. Oh and, dear! Uh, I'll even leave you all off with a little teaser, both for my uh, oh, audience oh, and my players. Oh, no. Uh, I'm looking at the top of this list, and the top of this list is showing uh, Baroness Verity Corsina against Baron Nicholas O'Kara. Oh, no! So, uh, that's going to be a big start for next week. Oh,
2: man. I just want to do
0: as well as you. Oliver. <laughs>
1: Dragaccio, <laughs> be with
0: you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like the idea that Verity writes Ver out, and she's like, Challenge. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, if you're going to challenge anybody, he'd be a good one.
2: But all it helps yeah. me with is damage, so I have to do everything else on my own.
0: That's uh, true. Sad. But until next time, good luck, Pathfinders.
2: Bye. Good Bye. luck out there.
0: Yeah. Oh, he's like oh, such man. a big
2: man on a big horse.
3: Yeah, seriously, though. <laughs> O'Kara oh, is scary. So Dude, scary. He's, yeah, he's a real terror on the uh, on the yeah. pitch there. I can see why he's the favorite to win this. Yeah. Right?
0: Find the Path Ventures is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Or for the Crown is copyright 2018. Or for the Crown and the Pathfinder Venture Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.